hello it's that time again for what a beautiful podcast it's episode 39 39 I'm 39 39 39 39 is a very auspicious number this week andrew because not only is 39 our 39th episode but it's also 13 times three <sighs> lovely we're doing death 13 this week folks uh, we're gonna do a whole episode dedicated to this arc because it's one of the better arcs so far and it's long and it'd be convenient to just do it all in one episode yeah it's and it flows pretty nicely together it's it's one of the better uh self-contained arcs it doesn't really lead out of or into anything it's just like oh that was weird <laughs> yeah it just kind of is and i'm really honestly it's it's better for it because it's just like oh this stuff happens to them out of nowhere and then they deal with it and then it's just like okay we're back now yeah it's like oh that was weird when that happened huh right kakyoin oh <laughs> <laughs> this is uh this is man kakyoin really hasn't done a bunch of stuff like up till now like he helped in lovers and he did uh some stuff Oh, what was the time before then? He did a thing. I don't know. Oh, I but can't remember. I'm already starting to forget. He's not really in the forget. spotlight. He's not in the spotlight a lot, is my point. But I guess, like, the first thing to talk about when it comes to Death 13 is, why the fuck does he get the number? Why is he Death 13? Because why is... it sounds cool. And well, that's the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. But I, I wonder if it does it actually sound cool or does it just sound weird saying it without the number because we're used to it being Death 13. Like, no, literally... I mean, still Death Part 1 sounds rad. Yeah. Like, but, like, I don't understand. Like, was Death not a good enough name for a stand? I mean, maybe. But maybe at the same time, like, they've already dealt with, like, 13 uh tarots because like oh man maybe it is like the 13th tarot we've encountered that'd be cool right because like what it star platinum hermit purple magician's red hierophant green silver chariot um that's five uh dark blue moon tower um strength devil Yell temper uh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> we've got we've done like seventeen fucking stands. Oh god. Yeah, so that point is moot. But like I, I tried guess to do death something, is folks. the thirteenth tarot, right? And the order that's where the number comes from, right? I would assume so. I haven't messed with tarot cards in a very long time. But that makes sense. Yeah. And but if it's being, not, it's, it doesn't it's just kinda weird. It, it's just weird that he's called Death Thirteen. But uh yeah, other than that, I guess we'll just jump right into it, because we get a, a, a cold open here. Yeah, it's the first cold open I think we've had in a long time, where it isn't just an awkward, like, hangle-dangle from the last uh, chapter. Yeah, Kakyoin just wakes up startled. Like, eh? <laughs> and these uh, sound effects, what are these? It's like, okay, I think it's supposed to be like the sound of a carnival, because he wakes up and he's at a carnival. Or an amusement park, and he's on a Ferris wheel in his pajamas. For some reason. Yeah, it's like, this is strange. We should be crossing the desert in Saudi Arabia. Where is Mr. Joestar? Jotaro and Polnareff are not here either. Am I the only one here? I think that's my um, Kakyoin voice from now on. Just okay. like, really, oh, I'm buttoned up student. Oh, nothing rattles me. 
Kakeoin's hair is doing a lot of weird stuff on these couple of pages. I really yeah. like this bottom left panel where his hair is just the entire top frame of the panel. <laughs> I think in art school, the, uh, they use that panel to teach you, like, what not to do with your panel layouts. Because, Jesus. <laughs> what is happening? But, like... Oh, man. Kakeoin, there's this dog with him. So this dog is just Oh, yeah, this panel him. is excellent. I love it. Because <laughs> it's just, like, he's in the Ferris wheel car and it zooms out a bit. And there's just a dog sitting on the chair with him, and he's side eyeing this dog something fierce. He's like, the fuck are you? He's like, eh. he doesn't even like say anything about the dog. He's like, <laughs> he's just looking at this weird fucking Disneyland ass place he's in. And, yeah, well, and there's a balloon with a picture. There is a balloon with a picture, and what is on that picture, Andrew? Oh wait, it's death. <laughs> so the version of death in JoJo. He's is, super cool looking. Yeah, he's <laughs> awesome. So imagine the Grim Reaper mixed with a clown. Yeah, I mean, that's already horrifying. Like, he could have gone with the generic, like, Skelly Man, and it still would have been spooky in a Rocky style, but this is something different. This is something Yeah, dark. definitely one of the most original and, like, memorable stand designs in all of Part 3, honestly. Very cool. The picture in the card is moving. Ah! But it's um, funny because like every tarot card is a number, but this is the, this is the one that Calcoin's like death thirteen. What is this one? Oh, <laughs> I guess I'm just gonna put a number after this one. Well, it's it's on the card, I guess. So it's I don't know. <laughs> I really like the panel of death thirteen. Just me like, hey, gotcha, <laughs> fucker. T- time for some fun times and schlorps out of the the tarot card um and takes a whack at kakyoin with this big scythe and not decapitates this dog but um he cuts his head in half and his brain and we see eviscerates yeah we see his this poor dog's brains and it's horrible oh it's absolutely horrible and then kakyoin is screaming and screaming and he wakes up because it was all a dream well he wakes up and turns into a meme well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These this panel of him waking up in a cold sweat screaming has turned into a bit of a meme. A bit of a meme. Come on. <laughs> it is an extremely good panel. Very yeah, very useful. Yeah, you and very keep, well uh very Everybody well should have colored. this panel screen capped on on their device. It can come oh, in I've, handy. I've already got a cap <laughs> just in case you want to take the easy way out this week. Nah, um, that's that's not original enough. I can't, I yeah. can't be that lazy. Fair enough, fair enough. And he wakes up, and Polnareff is shaking him awake, and I love that Polnareff still has the bandaid on his tongue. <laughs> like, goddammit, Rocky, you can't remember uh, callbacks you set up, but you can remember to put the bandaid on Polnareff's tongue, like, three arcs in a row. Oh, man. Um, it's like, come on, come on, just get up already. We'll leave after breakfast. We plan on flying 500 kilometers today. I don't know why I did a New Yorker accent for Polnareff. I'm messing <laughs> he gave up. gave the French guy a New York accent. Oh, he's in good company with this English-American man. Um, but it seems like it was all a dream, I guess. Or was it? Because oh! he has a cut on his hand where he got cut. This, is, this probably only makes sense with the colored pages, but there's this weird panel with Polnareff saying get up and come get up and get ready come on stop joking around but like the way 
it's drawn. Oh god. His the, head. The hair kind of the hair kind of blends into the background. So all you see is like the pale flesh part of the face and it it's horrifying. <laughs> it kind of looks like he's got a pompadour instead of whatever he's got going on. It kind of looks like uh, Killer Queen. <laughs> oh no. No. Uh, and so they step outside. Oh my God, Polnareff in the the neck, the top panel of this is just his little head. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. But it turns out uh, this guy's dog is dead and died in the same way as the dog in the dream Kakyoin had. Oh God, That's why do we weird. have to keep seeing his brains? <laughs> Oh, because Araki wanted to make sure that you understood what dog brains look like. Andrew, don't you, oh, Araki don't is you know? Satan. He's a dog hater, and I hate him. Is he a dog? He, I, I feel like he's talked about this before, like why he did that. But, oh, probably. I don't uh, actually think he like wants to kill dogs in his spare time, but he definitely and, doesn't enjoy them. No, no. I like uh, that this. My, like the panel, my dog is dead, mirrors the same uh, when Enya was screaming, my son is dead. <laughs> um, so Joey's run into a bit of trouble because he was going to buy this plane and then they were going to fly the 500 kilometers. Um, but this guy won't sell him the plane because this baby is sick and there's a other broken plane and it's not really too clear because like... They're all out on errands, so we'll be back in two days. Um, and Joey gets right in this guy's face, it's like, we were also trying to save a life. We can't be be held up. Uh, that D looks like a P. Can't be held up here for two days. Um, so this woman carrying the sick baby is like, although the plane can hold up to four people, a baby shouldn't matter. Let's give them the baby so they can take it to the doctor. And this baby is pretty sinister looking because it's got fangs. <laughs> you got a fucking vampire baby. And let's talk about the face of this person with the baby in this panel. Why Is that a nose or a mouth? I know it's a nose, but look at it like a mouth. Well, I, I can only look at it like a mouth. How is that like, supposed to be? It's beady uh, eyes. This person looks like, like a fucking Pac-Man character or something. Like, <laughs> I don't know what he was actually trying to draw here, but it's... He's trying to draw a nose and some age lines, but... Ah, well. Um, And Joey's against it, but then everyone else is like, Alright, let's take the baby and take the plane. And <laughs> this panel of polner f just kicking the plane he looks so happy and joyous he's like yeah gets a ride on an airplane Haven't yeah done fuck, that this, fuck this plane kick it kick this fucking plane that that's definitely a, a cat it's like yeah <laughs> polner f having some fun after uh, a pretty rough couple of chapters let's say he he hasn't had the best time our boy pole no not but. not even a little bit so they're on the plane, and this is how many times has Joey crashed a plane at this point? Two, two, three. I think uh, this unless is there best. unless there another crash happened in between Battle Tendency and Part Three, I think this is number three. Yeah, because it was when he was a kid, uh, into the volcano. Um, oh, so if he crashes this plane, it's oh, this is number four. four. Yeah, this is number four because he crashed the big jet into the ocean. Uh huh. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Joey's... Why do they keep letting Joey fly a plane? Well, the, now he's fine because he's had experience with propeller planes. 
Uh, sorry, prop prop planes. The experience of prop planes. Pro planes. I'm sorry. I should have said <laughs> pro planes. Get those plosives. And it turns out that this woman uh, is not this baby's mother, um, but was just given this child or just found this child by a well. It's like, he's a scary baby with fang-like teeth. I don't want to hold him ever again. It gives me goosebumps because this baby is not a good baby and kind of tricked this woman into giving it to Team Joach. And Polnareff is about to fall asleep on this plane. And it's it's not gonna Oh my go god, well Joey's there. sunglasses. Sorry, hold Holy on. Joey's sunglasses. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I can't believe we didn't notice that immediately. It's so beautiful. <laughs> I, I feel like I could get lost in his eyes. Oh my god. So everyone's on a plane. Joey is playing the part of the pilot. Um, Polnareff takes a nap, and, oh, what's that? Wakes up in the Hell Carnival with, uh, Kakyoin. And so the he, dead dog. In case you didn't realize, it, you ever see the, that little unknown film, A Nightmare on Elm Street? <laughs> this is that. <laughs> what? What's, what? Hmm? What's that you one? You haven't seen A Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy Krueger. What? Who's, Freddy what, Krueger? Freddy Hooger? <laughs> Freddy Hooger. God damn it, Jack. I can never, I honestly, I can't even tell if you're being serious no, anymore. I've seen, I've seen Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay, I'm, yeah. So I'm if you not haven't seen. much of a monster. If you haven't seen Nightmare on Elm Street, the basic gist is that Freddy Krueger, if you fall asleep and he's hunting you, you'll appear in a dream world where he will kill you. And that's basically what is happening here. If you die in the dream, you die for real. Yep. And that Playing happened by to those the dog. Rules. Yeah. And this makes a lot of sense in hindsight now that we know uh, Araki's horror fetishes. And wasn't Nightmare on Elm Street on that top 20 list? Because I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. So this is a very... It, it fits in with the time period that this was coming out, too. It all it all yeah. links up. This panel of Kakyoin looks really part one-esque. Right? Like, just the way it's shaded. It's very thick. Yeah. Uh, the continuation of this morning's dream. We are in a dream. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of reading it like Freddy from Scooby-Doo. I'm not sure how right that is, but it feels good. Um, and Polnareff doesn't, doesn't like, care at all. And the look that Kakyoin gives him is just, like, like, all slanty-eyed. And it's like, oh. So we're just dreaming? Then I can relax. I don't have to worry about some dead dog anymore. Polnareff is just not concerned with the idea, like... Is, is does he even like are we having like a shared lucid dream right now like is that even possible i don't care i'm gonna eat this popcorn <laughs> yeah look i've made ice cream and popcorn appear in my hands this is so cool and he still has the band-aid on his tongue that's that's cool and, uh, and polnar f survives this arc he survives Listen. all of part three <laughs> he's Listen. the one that survives <laughs> That dog must have had the same dream we're having, and he was killed here. That injury in my hand must have come from here, too. Who did it, then? The enemy stand. Death 13. A stand? <laughs> oh, my God, his fucking face. Polnareff has so many good faces. Oh, God. In the in these Polnareff couple of Polnareff has, panels. like, literal uh, colon uh, uppercase D going on right now. Yeah, his nose re vanishes. Just relax. No. <laughs> God. 
uh not a dream about stands a stand of dreams god that's oh <laughs> that's right this is just a dream you stupid fucking idiot yeah. oh my we're all cackling right now ha 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 it's true this guy is dumb as hell seriously i said you are one dumb son of a bitch polnareff <laughs> <laughs> And oh god it gets gross again oh no so out of this dead dog splorches a megaphone um just fully formed <laughs> welcome you're in my dream world of death polar f a megaphone oh god it gets so fucking gross because then an eye just appears in the viscera of this dog and polar F's ice cream turns into worms I and hate it's a all nightmare. of this. And then Death himself appears from the dog's orifice. Oh, we see Death 13's eye, but we never see it again after that. Because it's kind of like covered up. Or does he have pupils? Oh my god, he has pupils here. It's Wait, terrifying. where do you see pupils? Well, because the eye in the when it splorches out of the dog. Oh, is that pupil. supposed to be Death 13's eye? Yeah, because Death 13 fully formed splorches out of the dog. Right. And then you, okay. if you squint, you can see like he's got pupils in there. That's bad. But um, as we can see here, uh, Death 13 makes contact, physical contact with Polnareff. So that already goes to show that he's an incredibly powerful stand, uh, being able to do this dream shit and also being able to like physically hurt you. So yeah, bringing even more stand. of the Freddy Krueger connections here. Yeah, and. Uh, tries to summon Hierophant Green to do some of that splashy splash and not happening and because they're in a dream and they can't use stands. Why? Uh, <laughs> whatever. Um, and I don't know why Araki has made Polnareff a mouth fetishist at this point, but his mouth just keeps getting messed up because uh, Death 13's scythe goes right in there, just like perched. Ugh. And I just Ugh. confirmed just to make sure, but uh, Nightmare on Elm Street came out, came, in, came out in 84. This manga came out in 89. So there was an entire oh, yeah. series worth for uh, Araki to be influenced by from. here. Yeah. I just wanted uh, to make sure it wasn't some really weird coincidence. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. He, he's all about the like the 80s movie references. Yeah. Ah, So, Death 13, prior to... Uh, removing Polnareff's throat. It's just, lolly ho, isn't it romantic to die in a dream? <laughs> That's his catchphrase, yeah. lolly ho. Lolly lolly ho. <laughs> it's extremely good in the anime whenever he says that. Lolly ho! <laughs> oh, man. But Polnareff starts to fade out, back to the future style, because someone woke him up. Like, he's lucky. Oh, well, once he wakes up, his memories of this place will disappear. I'll kill him the next time he falls asleep. Kakulin. All right, it's time to die. Oh, and we're back to Hawaii Five O Joey on the plane. <laughs> I was going like, to say Polaris. Top Gun, but that works too. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, just just these shades. <laughs> these slightly they, sad. They, the shades, like, they put so many thoughts in your head. Like, they, they call back to so many things. Oh, God. Polnareff, wake up, Polnareff. Hey, change the baby before you go to sleep. Huh? What? Who? Who? And while this is happening, Kakyoin is sweating and shuddering while he's asleep. And the baby quietly whispers, die. <laughs> and Jorts notices this. 
Jorts is going to be uh, the hero of this arc, as he is most times. <laughs> hey, Polarif, are you awake? Diaper! Diaper! <laughs> and Polnareff forgot about the dream, too. Um, and he has to change the diaper. Um, it was just a piece of cloth. And just, he's just got shit on his hands. He can't. He just can't do this. He can't do this right. As and, usual, we see this happen in full in full detail. Thank you for that, Araki. Thanks, Araki. <laughs> um, and we cut back to Kakyoin in the dream world because now Polnareff and Jorts notice that Kakyoin is having a bad time and clawing in the air and kicks Joey right in the back of the head. <laughs> the pilot. Uh, oh shit! This is bad. He bumped the controls. I can't control the plane. Fuck. Is this plane going to crash? Turns out, it's going to crash. <laughs> yeah, it's going to crash. But we go over to part three now, after that little cliffhanger. And uh, uh, everything's still color bad. This? Did Iraqi color this? Is that why it looks different? Oh, yeah, hold up. Yeah, this is an Iraqi job, hundo. Yeah, the, this, the coloring is very soft. That's how you can tell. Um and Death 13 is, is uh, making mincemeat out of Kakyoin here. He sticks him in the side of this Ferris wheel wall, kind of just slurps him in there to stick. Um, he's like, hey, Kakyoin, stop, str stop struggling. I'm going to die as well because of you. The airplane is going to crash. If it does crash, oh, yeah, I'm going to die as well. And in case, you hadn't, ugly. in case you hadn't realized it yet, that kind of gives it away. The baby is the stand user. Yeah, the baby is the stand user. Your user is that baby. He can't be more than six months old. Eleven months. And I'm a genius. A genius. Although I still shit on my diapers. I'm still smarter than you <laughs> jokers combined. Lolly ho! Oh, God. This is gross. Oh, I no. hate this. So he starts depositing eyes, eyeballs from his eye holes into Kakyoin's mouth and on his face. Now you can't scream anymore. And this is just really gross. God, wow. this is this is I turning into this. like uh, like uh, like one of, like a pop up Halloween store, like all the random <laughs> stuff you could buy at a pop up Halloween store. Are coming out of this guy, just like ugh, a uh, little just like sports, 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 sports. A dream a stand. stand. I can't summon Hierophant. I have to tell the others somehow. Oh, the coloring just got better. Oh, man, it's so cool. Death 13 looks so tough. Uh-huh, and then uh, Kakyoin you know, pulls out a switchblade. Yeah, and, uh, a Victorian Ox uh, switchblade. You can tell by the cross and that it's red. Um, and Thanks, stabs Jack. himself in the dream and wakes up because he stabbed himself in the dream. <laughs> um, but he's still asleep somehow, and then he starts carving into his arm oh, while covered God. in eyeballs. Oh, uh, God, this is too much. This is too much. In other words, Death 13 is a stand that can attack when your guard is down in your sleep. Splorch, splorch, this eyeball is growing legs. Splorch, splorch. Lolly ho! Yeah, all the eyeballs are now turning into uh, eyeball spiders. Lolly ho! Uh, <laughs> and in the real world, Joey uses Hermit Purple to somehow control the plane and not crash? I don't know how that works, but <laughs> I did it! I shaved us in the nick of time! Uh, <laughs> His face so is extremely Looney Tunes right there. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get that one. Just <laughs> just, just clip that. <laughs> I saved us in the nick of time. I'm the best. I'd really like to know why this baby just has it out for Kakyoin. Like, is it, did Dio know this baby? Like, does this baby, is, like, Dio his friend? Maybe Dio is just, um, not Dio. Maybe Kakyoin is just, like, the weak link in this party right now, which I would have said Polnareff. Like, Polnareff would have died by now. Oh, yeah. The death could have destroyed Polnareff, but for some reason, he's picking on Kakyoin, who, if this was an 80s slasher movie, Kakyoin is definitely the more aware of the group. Yeah. <laughs> I love Death 13, like, right after they avoid the crash, it's like, that man is a menace, but he avoided the crash, so he's not a total idiot. Now I'll just crush your heart and kill you. The others will think your heart failed. They won't suspect a thing. Die, Kakyoin. Aha! Did you see that? I'm the freaking man. My flying was basically flawless. Let <laughs> me crash into this coconut palm. I'm the freaking man. <laughs> oh. Why? Why did there have to be a coconut tree here? And the plane disintegrates because Joey isn't a fool. Um, yar yar does it. I knew it was too good to be true. And we get a little clip of the map and an X where the crash happens and just dust clouds. And it's very, it's thank very God. Funny. It's like crash. <laughs> but as per usual, the, the team Joge cannot uh, use a single mode of transportation for longer than like five minutes. And now they're back on their feet. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> and everyone's, well, Polaris is kind of concerned about Kaku. He's like, apparently had a nightmare. I was so tired when I woke up. Am I not fit enough to go on? Hey, cheer up. You must be tired. We've gone from Japan for a month now with enemies attacking us constantly. Um, and Joey has has a go at entertaining this baby doing... Oh my god. One of these has to be a thumbnail. <laughs> these are all these, great. This is perfect. I like how when he covers his face, he kind of turns into Shadow Dio for a second. <laughs> like, he's really sinister. Um... But yeah, Joey's just having like a grand old time with the baby. The baby is like acting like a baby. Um, not not yet uh, giving anyone any clue that it's anything but a baby. Which it will. It will. Um, and Polnareff is nonplussed by all this. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think you look, <laughs> you look like, like a, a dumbass. dumbass. <laughs> That's me anytime I see people playing around with a baby. <laughs> you bitter, bitter old man. <laughs> hey, Grinch. I hate children. Children. I hate are children bad. and the elderly. I only like <laughs> I only like me. Yeah, you have to be between the ages of twenty one and fifty nine. If you aren't in that range, I hate you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Hey, Gramps, the radio is still working. What do we do, send out a sauce? If we do, Dio will know we're here. It, it says SOS, but I like to imagine that... <laughs> that he would say it as sauce. Sauce. Hey, Gramps, we gotta throw a sauce. <laughs> Yo, check out this thick sauce. <laughs> oh, God. Call the rescue teams. And we get a real bad close-up of the baby's like... Yeah. No wonder I... No wonder I feel hurt. There are wounds in my arm. Did I get them when we crashed? And <laughs> Kakyoin sees that in the dream he carved on his very large forearm, baby stand. Is that the best message you can think of in the dream like, world? 
if I'm carving letters into my flesh, I think I would have chosen a little bit more concise phrasing. A little bit more like, concise and maybe some shorthand. <laughs> like, like BBY bad. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Six letters instead of nine. God, that must have hurt so much. It's my writing, but I can't remember. Did I cut myself? It looks like an injury caused by a knife, but there's no blood in my knife. Am I forgetting something very important? Uh, and the baby's sweating it because Kakuin is a smart boy and is starting to uh, cotton on. It's like, baby, stand? I'm starting to suspect that this baby is a stand user. <laughs> and everyone turns on Kakuin because the baby... Uh, is crying and is like, Kakyoin, what are you doing? Why are you holding his head like that? Are you all right, Kakyoin? Uh, Kakyoin doesn't look right. So you think you can still go on? And just turning everyone against Kakyoin. It's yeah. We basically get like a a really good use of a classic trope here, where like Kakyoin knows who the bad guy is, but nobody else does, and everybody's convinced he's losing it. <laughs> It's, it's good. It's a good trope. It's a yeah. good trope. It's a, there's a reason why it endures. Um, and now now we're in this, like, Flight of the Phoenix-ass situation, which is a good movie. Have you seen that one? I actually haven't. I actually have never heard of that. Oh, it's the one where they're in the desert, and they have bits of a plane, and then they try, have to try to put the plane back together out of the parts, and it's... Is it Nick Cage in there? It's, it's one of those people. One of those wacky people um death 13 part four or death part four see that still sounds fine it's fine <laughs> um and now we have sad cacoin sitting on a rock which is a really good uh summation of this whole arc <laughs> this is a watchman reference i mean watchman dr manhattan sitting on the rock <laughs> it, it actually looks pretty similar like yeah when did watchman did watchman come out before or after this i'm not sure oh um we get some bit the baby monologuing it's like i was a little scared when kakyoin almost revealed my identity but now he's doubting himself i'll just wait a little while till all four of them are asleep so no one wake them up that way my death 13 can take care of them I can wait for my allies to pick him up. Um, Joey is making a nice stew. And it's baby food. If the food is good, the child won't be picky when he grows up. It's made from egg yolks, bananas, and bread mixed with milk. That sounds gross. Yeah, I don't want to eat that. But Holnereff really likes it. He, yes, he switches back to super. French real quick. <laughs> Just real quick. Oh, the Band-Aid is gone. Oh god! Oh god! His face in the that smells good panel. <laughs> Look at it! Look at it! Look at his tiny, oh, tiny face. No. <laughs> Speaking of weird tropes, like why would Ponoref just switch back to French out of nowhere? I don't think that's how people talk. <laughs> I, eh, he's, he's trying to cotton on to uh, Joey's holy shit English. It's like just swapping. That stuff is great. Give me more, more. Hey, hey, that's the baby's food. Let me, let me eat, damn it. Oh, here, here's something you'll all enjoy. A oh, nice no. Scorpo. Oh, man. This Scorpo, he looks like, he looks like he's got armor. Like, he knows a guy that makes scorpion armor. And 
he hooked it up. He, he saved and scrimped for a while, and then he bought a six set of full plate, and now he's just rocking it in the desert. It's like, yeah, I'm the best scorpion. I can afford plate armor. It kind of looks like the top of a xenomorph, which again makes sense because we know Araki loves xenomorphs. Uh huh. Um, but thank God they just have too many legs. They're click. demons, man. But this Scorpio is like click. attacking this baby for no reason. I'm not oh, sure. Yeah. I'm not sure if it would actually just attack the baby for no reason. I don't know if that's how they work in real life, but this Scorpio is it might is doing it. But then this baby is not a normal baby. Whips out a fucking safety pin and eviscerates it. Fucking skewers this asshole. Yeah, and Kakyoin has seen all of this. Uh, <laughs> he killed a scorpion. This baby. This baby is... Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> Mr. Joestar, Polnareff, did you see that? This baby is dangerous. He just killed a scorpion. He killed it with a safety pin in the blink of an eye. And everyone just gives Kakyoin the... Huh, huh, huh. And... Kakyoin goes to show everyone the Scorpo... But there's no Scorpo to be found in this crib. And Kakyoin is just losing his goddamn mind. It's like, where did you hide it? In your clothes? Mr. Joestar. Well, uh, well, I'm not crazy. Um, great panel of Kakyoin just being sweaty. Like, sweaty Kakyoin. Always always good to see that here. Because, man, is he a sweaty boy in this, <laughs> in this arc. Uh, and then Joey tries to go feed the baby... And the baby's not opening his mouth. What's going on with that? <laughs> Turns out... I think I know where the scorpion is. <laughs> well, Kakyoin is like, I don't know where he hit the scorpion, but this baby is a stand user. Look at the cuts on my arm that I carved into my flesh. Oh my god. Kakyoin, the wounds on your arm. Did you do that to yourself? Eh? And everyone thinks Kakyoin is even crazier. Uh, this is getting worse and worse. If that's the case, then I'll do it with brute force and pulls out Hierophant Green. Um, man, this would have just ended right now if he just killed this baby. Yeah, this would not be an issue, but, uh, Polnareff, uh, being the, the, the you know, the idiot the stupid, that he is. The, the stupid man. Yeah, he knocks Kakyoin out with Silver Chariot. Again, speak some French. What yeah, I don't know. I, is, he, is he like? I think he might be losing it too. Unos <laughs> on ding. Oh man, I hate French. Yeah, French it's... is not a great language. Sorry. Uh, sorry if there's a small chance that one of our viewers is French. I, I apologize. I still I mean, think I'm language. not gonna. Apologize. I still think your language. I still think your language is bad. But yeah, I mean, it... no disrespect. <laughs> um. So I plugged it into Google Translate, and il no un dingu. Uh, is it we are crazy so he's just i'd like to think it's like ah uh, he's just a fucking loony is is what Polnareff is uh trying to say here um and as kakyoin is falling to the ground it's like why i know that i'm right jotaro that baby stan can attack you in your dreams once you sleep you'll die trust me trust me Ugh. um and everyone's like let's sleep and then the Scorpo cr just, the baby vomits oh, it out god. of its mouth. Oh god, I hate that. The I panel know. of it, oh god. It's so gross. Now I can kill everyone and leave their bodies to dry in the desert. Lolly ho! <laughs> god oh, damn it. Oh man. 
No one's got their sleeping bags just sleeping in their clothes. That's fine. That's great. You get a, um, a cover page for part five with pink pink Polnareff. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know like where these are from because are they from just like volume releases? I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I'll be, yeah. the, the, the these colored releases always have before the beginning of the chapters, but I'm, I'm never sure where they come from. Yeah, because the actual like cover of uh, Death Thirteen Part Five is just like this sinister looking uh, like the the amusement park from the dream. It's just yeah. like yeah. It's mm. fucking teacup ride. But anyway, now everybody's in the dream. Now everyone can have fun. <laughs> Why are we sleeping like idiots in an amusement park? Huh? Where's Kakyoin? <laughs> and Polnareff suddenly remembers. Um, man, he's got... Polnareff has got, like, hip bags. I just noticed them. <laughs> and also, man, his legs are long in this panel. It's like... Jotaro, Mr. Joestar, be careful. I remember now. This is a dream. This is the world of nightmares. Don't react the same way I did. Listen, Kakyoin <laughs> was true. What he said Don't was true. Don't be a fucking dumbass like I did. Baby, stand. Uh, and while this is happening, the baby is just like supping on the big uh, bowl of food that Joey made. And now stuff starts to get crazy. <laughs> Because Joey points out, Polnareff, what's wrong with your hair? Did you comb that yourself? And Polnareff's hair just erupts like a volcano. <laughs> oh, God. It's like, whoa. <laughs> oh, my. And ties itself to these pillars. Uh, so he's immobilized. And then Jorts's, oh, my God, Jorts's face here. Look at it. Yeah, it's just, extremely good. Side-eyeing his chain as it starts to like and and this is the moment that george is saying to himself why do i have this chain again what <laughs> who was it a dare did someone dare me it was like hey george bet you can't wear a chain and make it look cool <laughs> the fuck i can't <laughs> he, he pierced his coat to put this chain on for some reason oh, hey i'm sure he's not too happy dirt. about it now no, but, no, no, no. But then um, even better, we get oh, a God. really good Joey holy shit moment. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, because as Jorts, um, as the chain wraps around his neck and starts to strangle him, Joey's hand uh, expands. <laughs> like, <laughs> God, this in the anime was so good. It was so good. And it's just, holy shit, as the hand expands, like... Uh, like 10 times the size of a hand and it's just like oh this is his artificial hand by the way and then uh this fire hydrant starts la oh no this is a, this is a japanese mailbox uh starts laughing and growing faces these flowers these like, fucking conquers bad fur day <laughs> plant oh, people god <laughs> how do we fight how this is a world with no rules common sense doesn't work here it's a world that will do whatever he wants no there is one rule that rule is to kill us all. <laughs> and he's going to do it with his stand. Lolly ho! Ah, Star Platinum. No, Jotaro, our stands can't be brought into dreams. Or can they? Because here's Star Platinum. But eh. it's not. <laughs> <laughs> this is oh. probably the best part of the entire thing. Is <laughs> That's odd. The stand appeared. And... <laughs> Star Platinum Aura Aura is Jotaro, and he realizes what's happened, like, gonna happen a second before, and it's just like, oh, God, no. 
And uh, then Star Platinum takes a frying pan, smashes himself in the face, and oh god, this is the thumbnail. How silly of me. This is obviously the thumbnail. Him Star Pla- smashing himself in the face? No, his good. his round face. Oh, the one was just like, eh? <laughs> <laughs> what? Ah, lolly ho, I'm a fake. Ha <laughs> ha. Gotcha. Oh, and then he makes a stand out of bits of Silver Chariot and Star Platinum, and it's no good. Stands are an energy form of our spirit. Uh, fine. But, our, but a dream is when your spirit is off guard. That 13 has spirit, contained the spirit's wave in that energy, state. same thing. You can't defeat me with dream energy. <laughs> That's why you can't summon your stands. On the other hand, did you know that it's possible to keep your stand out while you sleep? If you had, it would have appeared here, like your clothing, your sleeping bag, your metal hand. As he puts Silver Chariot's, like, a fake Silver Chariot head on his scythe. Like, I like oh. that nice little bit of uh, plot convenience that just threw in there. Like, oh, how does Joey's hand hand exist in the, in the dream world? Because. Well, yeah, it's like, it's part of him. He's probably been, li- he's been living it with it for like 60 years. So, whatever. Um, and a stand can only be, <clears throat> sorry. And a stand can only be beaten by other stands. That's why I win for sure. Ugh. As a bit of silver ch- uh, of hierophant green starts to slither up his back and it's just like undulate well then let me have a cry that's sim- oh that's is that ca- who's talking oh that's death 13 talking let me have a cry that symbolizes my victory and happiness lolly <laughs> as uh hierophant green climbs up behind death 13 and starts lolly to ho yourself <laughs> lolly ho yourself you idiot this is the real Hierophant. This is the real Stan. Impossible. It's not a dummy I created. Fucking Kakyoin chilling in the teacup like a badass. Oh my god. If they had, like, a full, like, good panel of that, that would have been the thumbnail. Easy. Because him just chilling in this teacup ride while everyone else is about to die <laughs> is very on brand for Kakyoin. It's Kakyoin! Kakyoin is there! You forget that I summoned Hierophant before I passed out. I hid it on the ground before everyone went to sleep. <laughs> As Hierophant Green strangles this death man, it's time for payback, baby. <laughs> God. Death 13, part 6. Yeah, so this is obviously the the chapter where Death 13 is going to get the shit kicked out of him. And... Kakyoin just, like, got him by the neck, and it's just not having a good time. <laughs> and then Kakyoin just explains everything. Although you are just a baby, I will still break your neck if I have to. And everyone's like, oh, sorry, Kakyoin, we really fucked up on this one. <laughs> I didn't believe the baby was a stand user forcing you to fight alone. I'm really sorry, Kakyoin. That's okay, I can't blame you. I'll still blame you a little bit. <laughs> Sleep with one eye open, idiot. If I don't retrieve my stand when I sleep, I can bring it in with me. It's because of you, Polnareff. <laughs> and Polnareff's, like, ashamed grin. Is is that so? I don't know what to think. I'm so ashamed. Um, The baby in the real world is feeling this effect because uh, if your stand gets hurt, you get hurt sometimes. Um, and then the world starts to change. The clouds... The clouds are moving towards our location. What's happening? Something is not right. Stop playing tricks, Death 13. 
and the clouds form a fist grabbing uh death 13's biomechanical scythe and slicing oh uh hierophant green and death 13 right in half but it turns out not to matter because death 13's body is all in the upper body it doesn't have any legs no body it's just arms and a head this weird robot man lolly ho you haven't realized it yet why stay in death 13's body has no body it's just made up of a head arms and a scythe and the baby starts to smoke (laughs) that's really good where did he get those cigarettes who smokes it's probably polnareff he seemed like jotaro oh right i forgot jotaro's god damn he's an idiot he's an idiot never smoke (laughs) smokers are jokers remember that from your friends at what a beautiful podcast (laughs) public service announcement um (laughs) but it turns out here faint green wasn't cut in half either it's it like oh god it splorched most of itself into death 13's ear he wasn't cut apart he's becoming like a ribbon and entering my body through my ear it's completely in oh and oh man i hate this i hate this is only the second time here fan green has done this and we treated to a big old panel of just here fan green like saying hey guys what's up from inside death 13's mouth this is a great image of just him peeking out <laughs> Uh, it's like, hey guys, what's going on here? This is my, this is my, this is, I'm here at Frank Green. This is where I live now. In your body. Hope you weren't doing anything with this. Say ya. I'm gonna eat some ice cream. Um, nobody told you? My stand can stretch indefinitely from its feet. If you don't want your insides to be destroyed, cure the wound on my arm first. Anything can happen in a dream, right? You should be able to do it. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah. Um, and everyone's awake and breakfast is ready and no one re- quite remembers what happened because well Pornareff puts it uh, great man I seem to have had a terrible nightmare same here but I can't remember it it was awful though and Kakyoin is fine now and the wounds on his arm are gone and now Polnareff is the one that thinks he's losing his mind it's like what the, the, what, the letters are gone what and he goes to change the baby. Oh, and this is... Ah, oh, it's fucking gross. <laughs> this is so gross. Oh, goddammit. He puts the baby poop in the bowl that he was about to serve the baby and stirs, stirs it all together and <laughs> then gives it to Joey to feed him. It's like, are you going to eat this time? Come on, it's delicious. Stop closing your mouth. Why don't you like it? You pick it <laughs> as a child. You're going to have problems in your social future because you're too picky. Um... And Polnareff tickles him real quick, and then Joey just shoves this shit food into his mouth. And just, ugh. Ta-da! And that's how it ends. This is such a great resolution, because, like, nobody else even knows what's going on except for Kakyoin. And, like, that's fine. Yeah, everyone else is just like, yeah, there were a couple nights where we had some weird dreams. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Does it lead into Judgment? at all no it's it just starts off after that because they in the beginning of judgment they're on a boat so we'll all pick right. up with judgment next week but that was that was death 13 that was it, all of death 13 and it's extremely so, good it's very good watch the anime do yourself a favor it's fantastic it's <laughs> we're picking the quality from here on out is gonna definitely pick up 
because we have death 13 is great judgment is great high priestess is silly it's really silly yeah and um, high priestess is where basically where uh part three gets sliced right in half after high priestess yeah because uh, the fool iggy and gib and duel um i don't like and then we get oingo boingo and things are great for a while yeah, because once we get to Oingo Boingo and the uh, Egyptian God Stands, it's like... The Egyptian God Stands. It's good. It's, like, pretty consistently good from that point out. Except for a couple couple spots, but mostly good. So yeah, that's yeah, nice. Yeah. And next and, week, uh, we got that Jojolian. Jojolian's back! Oh, We're man. excited as usual, because it's Jojolian and it's great. What is it? And, what? Like, we've had 28 days later for like two weeks now two months now like, i'm curious if it's actually going to conclude this week but i feel like probably not no they're still like like i don't even remember what we were do, what was happening in like let me just take a look we got some we got some time at the back half of this we're we, we went through six chapters like pretty good we, yeah that gotten... was such a it's such a well play a uh, well-paced little arc it was so easy to to get on through yeah it doesn't feel like a slog like uh lovers does and i think death 13 is longer because lovers isn't six parts i i forget it might be six parts so we were at blue hawaii part two and oh yeah we're um uh josuke got on he was either on a bike or on a he got on a train to Morioka, where I think the uh, the fruit appraiser is, and the last shot we have is one of these kid zombies following him, like with his eye falling out, uh, flies buzzing around him, just bleeding, uh, just chasing right. in a straight line. So and if he actually meets the fruit appraiser this month, we might actually get some serious plot movement. Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah. And, Oh, yeah, because Jobin knocked out Yasuho with Speed King. A really gross-looking stand. Oh. So, hopefully we'll see more with that. Hopefully Yasuho will get out of that okay. And hopefully Josuke always, will... She always does. She's been knocked out more times by <laughs> stand users than she can count. Ugh. And if Josuke meets the Fruit Appraiser, we might learn a little more. And that would be pretty cool. Oh, and man. would actually give this whole little arc a little more meaning to the rest of the plot other than just uh <laughs> excuse for a zombie outbreak <laughs> yeah what what if the fruit appraiser is the blogger man <laughs> what, what if that <laughs> the blogger <laughs> oh boy oh god so anyway yeah, that that's that's the show this week a little, yeah a little, a little short, short but what are you gonna do it was yeah. good uh next week like we said we're going to pick up with Judgment, and we're going to do Jojolian, and it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as always, thank you so much for listening to the show, whether you're yeah. coming from iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, the subreddit, wherever you're... That's a movement on the subreddit this week. Got, like, 11 upvotes. What Whoa. crazy number. Get... Thanks, guys. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, bring, bring those upvotes. Upvote us straight to heck. That's um, where you want to be. That just, just sitting in heck. Just hanging out is what we do. Um, so thanks, yeah, guys. guys. Thank you so much for listening to our weird podcast about a comic book, and we love you, and we'll see you next time. See y'all next week.